The Boarding Pass with Liz, Fib, Samantha and Yob. Powered by 933KFM. Ladies, ladies, ladies and our lovely listeners, welcome to Boarding Pass. Glad to be with you on another day. Lizzie, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, how are you? Phoebe, what's up? How you doing? Uh, please get your boarding passes. Do you guys ready know that our co-host and friend Kankazi is wearing see-through heels? Yeah. Did you guys see-through know see-through heels, heels on existed? a black? Like, you know, when she was walking, I thought I was like, by the way, she's Liz, floating. Liz, for sure, whatever you've been drinking, this is it. <laughs> I, I was like, this girl is floating. Because I was talk- I was on the <laughs> phone and she was funny. walking away. I was like, this time you've lost it. You've lost it. <laughs> You have, this this thing. you have to stop this thing. You have to stop this. Whatever you're smoking, stop smoking. Guys, Liz is high. Do not listen no, to no, her. No, 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 no. Liz can be understand. high when I'm also seeing the same thing. So really? clearly, well, we both smoke together. Uh, no, man. With someone she smoked. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I say smoked on the radio? On a podcast? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> guys, no holds bar on this podcast. Anyways. I think I'm the same, yeah. Yes, we're all good. Madam yeah. see-through, walking on air. Walking on sunshine. Walking on sunshine. Yeah. Walking on sunshine. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you have Guys, to we're that. not singers Ooh. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to sing. Okay. Okay. Go on. <laughs> Lizzie, you good? Samantha, I'm great. Today. Lizzie, what's in your bottle? <laughs> whatever she was drinking that made her think you were walking on. Whatever water. made me. Whatever no, made me think you're floating. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it's tea. Is that tea? Yeah. What kind of tea? Just. Uh, Tea with lemon in it, black tea with. Oh, lemon. that's it. I thought yeah. you were a little bit more. I know. I want to be. I that. want to be. <laughs> Boarding pass. You are now on board, and it's takeoff time. All right, guys. So today's topic can be a little heavy, but I don't want it to be heavy. Mm-hmm. But it can be. So fair warning. All right. So I want us to talk. Everything in life. Everything in life can yeah. be heavy. That's true. Yeah. So I want us to talk about easily the hardest working, most self-sacrificing members of our society mm. domestic workers and it's a good topic but i remember you know when i was thinking about bringing this up with you guys i struggled a bit because i'm like this conversation could go in so many different directions mm-hmm. right so i want to unpack it a bit yeah. and kind of focus on three key things mm-hmm. and then obviously let's just let's talk through it but um i want to first talk about the perception Versus the reality of domestic workers, Mm. right? Because I think that different people have different perceptions, right? Mm -hmm. So domestic work in many parts of the world stemmed originally from slavery, right? Did it? It I think yeah, it did. Were the domestic workers before the slaves? I think maybe just in the United States. Okay. You Africa, think so? Yeah, in Africa, were they not slaves so in Europe before too? Before slavery, there no. were no domestic workers. But no, also, they, they were domestic workers so, in Africa. So I'll, it was barter trade. More, barter trade. Yeah. Okay, so maybe in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. Um, but still, the whole concept of domestic work came from oppression let's say of a particular ethnic group or a particular race or a particular group, and they ended up serving the. I, don't, I hate the word superior. But so-called no, quotation, yeah, well, in quotations, the time, yeah, at the yeah. time they yeah. ended up ser- serving yeah. the superior race, ethnic group, religion, whatever the case may be, yeah. right? So because of that, because of the history of where that type of labor came from, mm-hmm. I think sometimes it has a bit of a negative connotation behind mm-hmm. it. And I know that when I moved back personally, I kind of struggled with, and I think a lot of people do. There's this show called um, African City, yeah. 
Have you seen it? I have. You yeah. have. Yeah, you Where is it? Where is it? Oh yeah. Where is it? It's, uh, it's, it's Ghanaian based. Yeah, I think the, the the girls are from Philly, right? Are they? All of them? So. One of them is. I One think. of them is yeah. from Philly. So it's about but four it's girls. Ghana. In West Africa. I yeah, so, yeah it's, it's, I think it's Ghana. But basically, they're from different parts. They moved back home to Ghana mm. and they're navigating through it. And one of the things that they struggled with was if I have a driver, like, yeah. is it okay? When do I send him home? Yeah. How long can I yeah. keep him out? Yeah. If I have I still a see, maid, I, I still have what can I do? What can they do? I still have such conflicts. So, yeah, That's same. True. So I think, the per- again, the perception is very different. Mm. Um, so I know I struggled because... I'm so used to doing for myself and, and Phoebe and I have talked about this before mm. and then you come to Uganda or most African countries where there's a I call them house managers yeah mm. um, countries that typically have maids have maids yeah. yeah and it's a bit of okay okay this person is here and this is their job yeah, yeah. let me let them make my bed or yeah, do my laundry yeah. or wash the dishes yeah. versus I'm used to doing this by myself but yeah. then there's also that awkwardness with them where it's like this is this is my job. This is how I make a living. Like, let me do my job. Yeah. So, Liz, I'll mm-hmm. start with you. Can you talk a little bit about your reality when it comes to domestic workers? Because you grew up here mm-hmm. with somebody in the home to mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. Phoebe oh, and I geez. didn't really have that experience <laughs> for a large majority of our life because yeah. we were abroad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What, what was that like for you? So, um, my experience and, and, and in all, I'm, I'm trying to be as, as objective even aside from the fact that it's my subjective experience yeah. yeah i have always been in a space where there's always been somebody at home to help with the domestic work yeah mm. now i use the term somebody because many families may not have a house manager as sam has said it mm. yeah but will have a cousin or some sort of relative who lives with them from the village who helps with that, especially when they're with still infants, yes. Who helps the mom with running the house if she has like kids and, mm. and still has to go to work and such and such. So that's why I use somebody. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Now later, as I, I continued to grow, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. So it became that Are you still growing? People I think I've stopped. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I stopped four years ago. Eh? Oh, four joke. years? Lies. <laughs> I put a cap on it. Uh-huh. So what happened with time is that th- that particular part of the domestic home mm-hmm. was professionalized where these people were called housemaids. Now then these people did not have to be your cousin or come from your village or what necessarily. They could be working for a company recommended by a friend mm. at a fee. Yeah, mm. not because she's your cousin and you pay her school fees she, that she's coming to help you. Now it became service for a fee. So when you were younger, the experience you had these these the people that were helping around the house mm. they were not paid and it was not paid labor. No, sometimes if you were not in a space to actually afford it, yeah, mm. then what you do is that if your cousin is coming from the village to live with you for whatever reason to find opportunities or to just have an experience, yeah. then that's what because at that time it was not formally professionalized. Yeah, okay, but. And I'm I'm going into depth to explain that it wasn't a fancy thing. So with the, I have a question. Mm. So with the professionalism of mm. that, when it elevated, when it mm. got elevated to that, yeah, did did the culture change in terms of mm. good question? Or was it just did uh, the treatment change? Yeah, yeah. the treatment so change exactly. Professionalizing became you know what they're called, yeah? They're house managers, house helps, housemates, whatever the case is. Mm. They come to work with you and live with you. 
to do domestic work at a fee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the most outstanding thing I noticed is that now it was no longer younger girls, right? Before it was younger girls who are maybe in the village, they're not going to school, there's nothing for them to do. Mm-hmm. So they come to the city to at least As be an opportunity. The city. This yes. is an opportunity yeah. for them. And then maybe eventually they'll get money to go to school, then they'll go to school mm-hmm. from the money that they've been given by their aunt or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. So now what became clearer was that these people were working monthly for a fee yeah the money had to drop yeah. it was not going to they were not going to be paid in favors or with food and shelter mm. are there it was laws money. guiding that or is that did the culture just change by itself no well or? when it comes to this particular section yeah. it was a cultural shift as opposed to a legal shift because when it comes to uganda mm. We do have an employment act. We have employment mm-hmm. laws. Yeah, we do. <coughs> is it enforced? But Sis, you know the, is, the minimum wage in this country has not changed. Four dollars. Nineteen eighty-four was the last time yeah. there was a yes. minimum wage. But there's a bill in parliament to end. There's a amend bill that's that. been in parliament for a very long time. Yes, and and As, Phoebe. I, but but for me, I mm. I I don't think it's a lack of laws because mm. the laws are really? there. I'm sure. No, it's, you know, what she's saying is no, actually it correct. It is very true because you yeah. see, I guarantee you that um, there are laws that can protect anybody that belongs to the labor industry, mm-hmm. right? If you do not pay your maid, she has a right to report you, mm-hmm. and you, you'll be forced to pay. But the issue is that these other nitty gritty things that are mm-hmm. in between, mm-hmm. where one, there's lack of education for someone to even understand that I have a right to I agree I, yes. I agree there's no education exactly, exactly. and then exactly. two should I know my right and go mm. ahead and say go to the police station and mm. say my boss did not pay mm. me mm. my boss has the upper hand so it doesn't matter the how money, many laws the influence. are in the books exactly. but this is why I say yeah. I think there is something to be said about the law because domestic workers are not regulated in the country number one it's almost as, as, a, as a group as a group, as a group. there are no regulations right number one number two the law or you, I think you talked about the um, mm. the labor officers yeah, or whatever yeah. mm. um, because homes are considered private premises yeah. they can't be inspected Yeah. And that's literally like I Unless was reading up about crime. it. And this is a major uh, yeah, crime. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like you can have, you know, auditors go to places yeah. and they do audits, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't go into somebody's home mm. and ch- verify, check any kind of like there's yeah. no there's no regulations but, but, in but place. But I but I would uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. I think that the labor industry here requires for them to have now whether that is a usually affected or not, mm. they're required to have a contract. And mm. I had made and the contract doesn't mean you have to call a lawyer and say, Oh, right, for mm-hmm. me this down. But no. assign something, like assign document. Something, and typically it, it goes as far as like establishing when because there are usually discrepancies between when the person started working and when and they're when they ending. Yeah. I, d- I see, find a lack of contracts, yeah. even in formal workplace. Yeah. As a consultant, I've met with business leaders yeah. and I'm asking them yeah. about their employment contracts with their employees yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't exist. Exactly. So if I'm going to a formalized business, yeah. like a proper, a proper business yeah. and they don't have contracts with employees who's going to have a contract so, for so the domestic see, workers this goes back to exactly what i'm saying the issue is not the lack of the laws mm. the issue is that the laws are there but are people actually applying them and actually following them i'll give you an example it's the first time i ever like rented a place mm. and it took literally like almost two months and here busy, yeah calling mm. my, la- my landlord like oh i need my lease the I lease mean, agreement the, lease the lease agreement, agreement. Mm. yes So and and you could tell that the person was not giving it to you because mm. they were just being lax. There's nobody who asks for it. It's just I'm like but 
how am I entering this place if I'm without a contract? Anything? Yeah, you see what I mean. So I'm sure there are laws governing that industry where you're supposed to have a lease agreement, but I would call it like an implicit level of trust. Yet people have like the culture here. The culture exactly, but the people mm-hmm. have abused it so much that you wonder why do you still trust? This is very true. You see what I mean, Lizzie. Like, why do you have this level of trust <laughs> with, as in, to actually work like without to work with somebody exactly. without documentation? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's not trust; it's desperation. You need the money. No, but the, uh, like, uh, Lizzie might be onto something. Here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Many people who are in a space where they have to provide domestic services yeah. to survive. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Uh, to be fair, they maybe not in the most privileged space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now me and Samantha come. We yeah. are available. Yeah. And you're, you, you're promising to pay us, say, 200000 a month. Mm-hmm. 200000 is how many dollars? Uh, uh, keep so talking. I'll look it up. Like 80. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 80 something. Like 80 dollars. Yeah. yeah. Seven, 80 or 75 dollars. Yeah. yeah. Now, for me... I can say, you know what? Oh my goodness, that sounds so good. She even has no kids. There's yeah. very little work. Yeah. Let me take it. Yeah. And then Samantha, for her to choose to say, you know what? Okay, mm-hmm. she has no kids. It's just a few chores. No, let me go draft a contract, mm-hmm. print it, mm-hmm. and bring for her to sign. You see? But you see, I, I agree with the desperation, but mm-hmm. we already established that that culture goes across mm-hmm. the board. She just gave you an example of like, say, businesses mm. where you're like, why are these people not operating under mm. contract? Right. Mm. Um, whether those contracts are there, but they're somewhere like drafted in space. Well, I just <laughs> imagine that we both know what mm. is going on. And even when the maid is desperate enough not to ask because she cares about the money today, mm. the obligations hand over that contract or to draft one. If it was not the culture. Because I'm the person receiving the service. Exactly. Receiving, receiving the or maybe help. if the culture was not so informal it's an wait, informal culture wait. the person mm. receiving the maid service is the one to insist on the contract no not insist mm. there's oh it's sometimes it's culture that decides what you insist on and what you don't insist mm. on right mm. so let's say the maid is desperate and she does not ask for a contract mm. if we were a culture that does not operate on this implicit trust where i say i'm doing this job so i need a piece of paper to defend mm. me mm-hmm. It wouldn't require a maid to say, I'm giving you a contract. The person she's working for would be like, here's a contract as well. Because it's ingrained oh, in them. Because she's, oh, right. Yeah. So I, I oh, okay. Okay. So you're saying that even if the maid, the house did not manager, ask, yeah. did not ask and wouldn't think to press for it because she's in a bad place. Yeah. Then the person that's employing her. It's the onus is on them. Right. And so this goes to one of the other, this is the second point I wanted to make. There are some issues within this particular topic, right? Yeah. There's the lack of formality when yeah. this is in fact an actual formal job. This is a career. Not a yeah. career. You can say it's a career. No, it's a, it's a proper, Yeah, it's a proper profession. And people get promoted yeah. from this, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's an actual profession, but it's treated <laughs> with... Promoted such- to what? Oh, no, really? Okay, so... No, 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 I'm not saying it that way. I just, I was going to promote no, it they- to something in particular, but... Oh, God, <laughs> you're not working with me. Promote <laughs> <laughs> we are not going, going there. there. Oh, I was I was going to insinuate that. No, but that, but that is but that is an issue. Yeah, is that a promotion? Some, some, some house manager. Okay, so, okay, no, no, no. In the this. grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, yes. I mean, but let's people do. who marry their boss. That's right. what I'm So saying. then I was, go- but that goes to well. my other thing. So yeah. there's a the point of it being treated informally. Then yeah. there's the point that we haven't touched on, which mm. is the call it abuse. 
Yeah. Right? Yes. They, they're working in these very unsafe, mm. um, unconventional. No days off. Yeah. No days off. No days exploi- off yeah. They're exploited. And then you have situations where the people that they're working for mm. abuse, actually abuse them physically, sexually, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then you have cases like what Liz is talking about where they're promoted. <laughs> but I've read, um, yeah. I read an article I was talking about, and I found this really disturbing. Mm. Almost like 60% of domestic workers, mm. yeah, are abused by the male partner in the home. 60%. But then the person that where, gives where them that? the wrath. Where is, that? is that a world, worldwide? No, no. Is like that a worldwide? Here, here, here in Uganda. Uganda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I would assume that that is not that different from most African countries anyway, or any countries that, you know, are in the culture of having mm. domestic workers. But then what troubled me was this sort of double victimization of the victim. Yeah? What do you mean? So it's the husband that rapes you, mm-hmm. but then the wrath that is given to you on a it's daily from the basis wife. is from the wife. It's true. From the, so, from the anger of... Exactly. Yeah. So I, I was just like, what kind of life does that... Ha- like, that is insane. So this, is go- this goes back to what I was saying. If we made it... If it was treated more as a formal job, yeah. you wouldn't have as many... Not to say it wouldn't happen. Yeah. You wouldn't have as many of the issues that we have now. Because there would be places, they would know where to go to call for help. Yeah. Um, people would be less reluctant to yeah. abuse their domestic workers because yeah. they know their consequences. The issue now is I don't think people realize or take heed to the consequences but that some, can come some, from that. Uh, you see, you see, even um, consider if I work at a some. bank and I have people that are reporting to me, I'm not going to be as likely to abuse them and not just physically, sexually, whatever, just in general to abuse them and mistreat them because I know there are checks and balances in place to prevent that from happening. I, I feel like I'd like to take a different stance. Okay. Yeah? Because much as we speak about how house managers are treated and how their rights are enforced, if at all, yeah, I don't feel that the professionalization of this role would protect. No, I think it can help, yeah, but I don't think it would protect these girls. I do feel that what would help them is them being empowered and educated about what who they are and what their rights are because even in formal offices yeah. people are being taken advantage and, of and, and, I, and, and i agree with people, people who are okay. of course, who are, of course because, not but, but then, i do agree with mm. you and this is why mm. to me i feel like the formalization of the profession itself mm-hmm. would just be like putting a, a band-aid Look, on a yeah, wound yeah because what is lacking is not whether you call a maid a maid mm. or a domestic worker or domestic help or whether you say come from five to six and this is the time you leave and I won't keep you longer. That is mm. not the issue. The issue is the desensitization mm-hmm. of what these people do or their value in society. There are people who still see maids as not human beings. Mm. That is why someone can work from 6 a.m., until 6 a.m., she's not sat a single time in the day. Mm. You know that you cannot do that because you would be tired. Right. But it's not occurred to you that there's a woman on her feet for 12 hours who is even capable of doing that. Mm. So whether you change that and call it a different name or... It's not about if, the name. If, yeah, but if the ground hasn't changed in terms of the support system, and mm. some of that support system has to be just beyond... Because in order for them to be educated, mm. somebody has to, one, value them first, to be willing to teach them what it is they need to learn. Mm. And that education comes with valuing them and saying, you know what, these people need to, to be... So how do you change people. that? How do you change the way they value? But with that education and that value, then turns into policies and laws. You know, laws would just become 
some vacuum or some bracket that people look at if they enforced without the human element under them. Does so you think you think if we change the value system and the perception and the culture of treatment, yeah, the laws will come that after. That would trickle down to the laws. Like I'll give you an example. If you think that a woman should be bitten by the husband or slapped mm-hmm. or or if she has an abortion she should be killed. Mm. It's not even going to cross your mind to have a policy or a law that says a man that beats a woman should go to prison. Or if you do that because somebody's funding you like let me just put this law but I still believe women mm-hmm. should be whacked. Mm. It still won't change anything because the law is there but it's not there to do what it's meant to do. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Kind of. I mean it makes sense. So Ah, this is a tough one yeah. because I actually in the beginning of this conversation I was thinking the opposite I yeah. felt like the laws would hold would people result, accountable yeah. and result yeah. in a change of mindset yeah. but I hear what you're saying and I would actually now change my argument to I think both are equally important yeah. at the same time I'm I'm, best, I'm better with that yeah, yeah. yeah. But because imagine like let's say you had a maid right? yeah there's a law that protects her mm-hmm. the law is there mm but there's a culture that mm. whether it's in the police or the parliament or in schools i think a maid is a second class citizen and you mistreat this maid and he goes to the police station and he reports you mm. what is a policeman going to do he's going to be like what do you mean they beat you you're supposed to be beaten because you the culture is there because the culture the yeah. minds have not changed exactly. the minds must change yeah. first exactly. that feeds into education exactly. the education feeds into the policies the policies so who's the onus on to change because changing culture is not an overnight thing right yeah. changing a mindset mm-hmm. and val- somebody's value system yeah. is not an overnight thing no. how do we change the mindset so there's a lady who is um, an african american lady she's a doula one and then she trains here in uganda yes mm-hmm. house managers yeah okay. now what she does that i feel has created a difference outside the execution of agreements mm. and the formalization of the arrangement mm. yeah is that her presentation of this house manager to you is Ooh, what like that. is what gives you the respect of her right mm. and also in the training of the house managers mm. they are taught that they are of value you see mm. many of these these girls who are put in a situation where they have to do domestic work come from poor or broken homes mm. so they don't know their own value oh, that's true so when she's being touched by the owner of the house who pays her rent who's telling her to keep quiet you know some of them could have spoken to somebody and gotten out of that situation but she does not see her value so what this girl does is she trains these girls puts their qualities and everything they have done and their experiences on paper when you look at your career on paper mm. you can see your value yeah that's why we have resumes yeah because you look at everything you've done from day one and yeah. you say I'm worth something yeah. you see so she does that for them mm. trains them yeah and one of the things she trains them on apart from child care and all this because she trains them to be all round yeah she teaches them who and what they are you see yeah and also she gives them the opportunity to apply for other courses so that addresses changing the domestic the, workers right they, they the have domestic, to change from within yes, yes. yes how do we change the mindset of those that are employing the domestic mm. workers and the ones that are exploiting them I, i feel like that is a very complex issue but as time goes and generations change mm that's true because i find that obviously like say how generation z thinks is not how millennials think is not how baby boomers thought think what am i think. talking about yeah, yeah, like they're they, not all dead I, my goodness I, I, but, <laughs> um, anyway uh-huh. 
think they're still, they're still alive. alive guys. Um, so I Some feel like as generations change, trends mm. change, uh, mindsets change, mm. and I feel like with younger people, there's a much deeper appreciation of the value of a human being. Yeah. It might not be across the board, but That's I true. find it to, to be a much familiar way of life than mm. say if you're talking about someone who's 90 years old or 80 years old. Mm. So I feel like that is an issue with time and also the willingness to realize that it's an issue and it yeah. needs yeah. indeed to change. So, but it will change with time. Guys, we came up with some really good things today. Mm-hmm. So this, between... Go ahead. Okay, so this lady is called Gigi and I'm going to ask Samantha to put her contacts and her company on the description we'll of the do, podcast we'll so that anyone who needs oh, really good, good services yeah, can Plug. be with success. Yeah. Mm. Um, Gigi. <laughs> thank you for making a difference. Yeah. Um, all right. So we know that it will change over time. Yeah. Um, we know that we need to talk about this a little bit more. Mm. Number that one. That is very true. Like the change is this. Like starting the conversation itself is yeah. change. Yeah. Is number is number one. Two. We need to empower the people the that are going into these spaces. Yes. Yeah. And yes. it's not just girls. I mean, girls and guys. Right. It's, this is true. Yes. Yeah. The housemaids that mm-hmm. are men. That right? are men. Yeah. yeah. So we need. They need to be empowered as well. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think, again, it's an honorable job and it creates a yes. lot of opportunities for many of the people that are doing it to be able yeah. to support their families mm-hmm. um, in the various villages or wh- whatever the case may be. Now, we're about to close, but I do, I'm going to put you on the spot, Phoebe. What? I am putting you on the spot. Oh, wow. Just be ready. Just be ready. What did I do? No, 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 not a bad thing. So, I don't know if you remember, but we had this conversation About. a while ago. About Putting how on your face no, you I, I wasn't even going to tell the audience that you were doing your makeup. I was not going to put you on blast. Like that. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, we talked about the fact that you know, coming from abroad, coming from the states, you gotten so used to doing everything by yourself that you didn't really feel like you needed a maid. Yeah, and we kind I'm of started so this. Of that. Yeah, we kind of started this conversation. I don't think we finished it. Mm-hmm. So when you get married. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Are you getting a maid? Who's a lucky man? He's there. He's um, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely getting a maid. Okay. But I there are certain things, and this have been principles I've held for quite a while. So it's not mm. something I just formed out of my butt. There are certain things around my house mm-hmm. that I can't let somebody else do. Tell like us. A maid, my cousin, anybody. Example. That is making my bed because I feel like that is such an intimate space. Mm. Washing my underwear. Mm-hmm. Serving my husband, even my boyfriend. I'm that mm. like I mm. because and, and I don't do it. Because What's the I, second time you reference your butt? I just want to put it out there. Ew, but go ahead. Disgusting. <laughs> no, but it's That's not something. Funny. It's honestly not something mm. that I do because I feel like if it felt like a chore, say like mm. somebody was like, "Oh, you have to serve your husband," then I wouldn't want to do it. Right. But for me, I've always felt like when it comes to your kids, your boyfriend, your husband. There are certain things that mm. should be my present to them. And one of those things is serving them that I, I, I just do effortlessly. <coughs> Plug, if there are any single men out there looking mm. for a beautiful... Why did your uh, voice just get low? I'm advertising for you. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie, your voice is better. Uh-huh, go ahead. But some go ahead, men go looking ahead. for a beautiful... But some men don't uh, know how to They are walking. Uh-huh. Because mm. her shoes are see-through. They are walking. She guys smoke today? Clean. Mm. <laughs> Them, who, will, who will serve a man <laughs> yeah? you know make the bed but you, but you know cook the, for him you know the intru- you know the wash his underwear part, <laughs> you, you know the interesting part though In a washing if machine. I found if let's say got married to a man that is like you have to serve me because mm. this is a man I'm trying to serve is the same person that I think well like if I came back from work late he cooked yeah 
But goes if, both ways exactly but if All you're right. that kind of person who is like oh my wife I'm just gonna wait uh, she's washing dishes so let her come serve <laughs> me I ain't serving you nothing and in fact I was going to say you know my friend Kakazi has learned the market <laughs> <laughs> when she gets her guy she holds it <laughs> I was going to say this is progress and then, and then she continued and then she said it's too way I'm like no, because, no, listen, because you see and I'm not saying if I serve him today he has to serve me tomorrow mm. but for me it cannot feel like a chore Correct. the moment it feels like that it's makes a sense. chore the love is out yeah. as yeah. in I can't then, I want to I want to want to serve you away from the present I wanted to give you now yeah. you've, you've robbed that away from me exactly mm. you've, you've made it a duty so I'm yeah. sorry it's not a present anymore yeah. And then I go to sleep. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. But again, she's uh, eligible. Anybody mm. interested? All right, cool. In presence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to wrap this up just because we don't have time. But I wish we could continue because Lizzie, yeah. I, wa- I also want to know, you know, uh, what kind of uh, yeah, servitude, right? What kind? In fact, in fact, we have time. Uh, you too, Samantha. No, we have time. Yes. What kind of servitude? Mm. Or what do what, I allow? No. What? What? Okay. Let's say mm. you. I'm assuming you would also have some help at home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really scared about your question. Do you have the yeah. same boundaries? I think they're boundaries, yeah? Do you have the same boundaries that Phoebe has? Not that strict. <laughs> okay, for me. <laughs> Lizzie's like, please make my bed. Cook Bra- all the help food. Me. My help tea. me. That's my request. <laughs> help me. This is such a trophy wife. Surely. such a trophy For me, I'd love to be helped. That's the truth. But mm. um, anything that's very interesting. Yeah. My house is so clean by the traffic. My brain is drained. <laughs> oh my brain. <laughs> See, because for me, for the intimate things, the only thing that's out of bounds mm. is intimate garments and instruments. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh Liz, Liz had to be the one to yeah. say it. Can Listen, you give us any intimate uh, what, like, what, uh, When you say instruments, instruments. <laughs> 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 instrument. All my girl. <laughs> <laughs> no one is touching my Jessica Rabbit. For that's sure. for sure. Because <laughs> my, 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 my house manager, mm. you know, I want her to help me with everything. Mm. I even call her when she's not there. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I really wish you were here to do something for me. But then, if it's underwear, mm-hmm. or if it's lingerie, mm. or if it's tools. Mm, a tool, eh? <laughs> Some kind of tool that is. <laughs> Be- bedroom <laughs> tool. Yes. Eh? So all those ones, Wait, I have a, a space. Do you use fingers and hose? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, not yet. Yeah. I have a you have space. Yeah. What's her name? Something, What's his name? Something. So they're not allowed in the red room? No, they're not allowed in the red box. Because hmm. not an entire room. Not, Liz, uh, why don't you aspire for a room? Liz is okay. watch Fifty Shades. It's currently, it's not a room, it's a box. Okay, but, but we, it, in the, the future. room opens, yeah, yeah the red room okay. is there. This is lying to you. So out of, out, out of she that, she an extra room. Mm. isn't that the room that has the massage bed? Honey. Oh, is that not for podcast material? But we're not supposed to talk about the massage bed. In her house, but you see, for me, I apart think that's from such a good intimates, idea. I'm good. Like I need help with everything, everything. Mm. Yeah, but intimates because I'm ashamed. You know, I don't. Why are you ashamed? Like it's your husband. No, I, I mean my intimate. Like I, w- I wouldn't want my my stuff to be out there uh, to a third party. What is new? And garments? it's not. It's not because of um, I'm so nice or decent. It's just. You know, it's kind of some no, I get shyness. You. Like, I get you. Yeah. Why are you giving her a hard time? You're no, the same she, way. She's scared. They're going to see the ropes in the... She's worse. Ropes and chains. They're going to see the cops in the... <laughs> 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 
Tell me. So what is your policy? Um, I, I would definitely have if if I was able to, I would definitely have a house manager. Um I was used to and I'm used to doing for myself, you know, from the States. However, since I moved back, I really do see the value in having someone help. Like it just makes life here so, so much, much easier. easier. So much easier. Oh my goodness. I completely get it. But I, I'm with I'm with Phoebe in that I don't think I would want them to necessarily serve my husband. Mm. Um, and we, we had this conversation as well where it's like, okay, you can cook, yeah. but I will bring the food out yeah. to my husband. Mm. Um, I think that's really the only... Ba- the bed... You don't so you want to, want to pretend, eh? I mean, listen, it's not pretending. Also, keep in mind, you're working. There are days that you might not be home. Um, so if she's made it, then... No, but, but that's not... But also, what am I doing in the house if I'm not... I'm but not also, like... Because let's say I um, let's say I make my husband lasagna, for mm. instance, right? Mm. I'm saying my husband like I have a husband. No, 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 yeah, no. It's okay. Positive. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're I'm willing it positive. into. Yeah, she's willing it. You're willing it. Yeah. into existence. It's really hard to talk to single women. You know, I know, right? Hey. The discretion is <laughs> Everything is your bring. <laughs> Everything so, is better. Um, so I don't think there's anything with serving mm. because let's say if I'm home mm. and I, I'm in a mood to cook, say pasta or something, mm-hmm. right? And I think I make it better than my maid, mm. or maybe if my maid knows how to make it. I'm gonna ask her to teach me, but mm. that doesn't mean that I can do that every single day because mm. obviously I'm assuming I'll have kids, I'm yeah. gonna have work. I but would like to be involved in the kitchen. Exactly. So should I get home because she cooked the food? Doesn't mean even my children. Like I don't want if I'm home, I don't want the maid to feed my children. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Agreed. Yeah, it's not that you know she didn't cook the food. Maybe before I got through traffic to get home. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that is a bond that only they should experience from me. Anyway, mm-hmm. I that's just a good point. Actually, you brought up mm-hmm. something good. I also think that um, if I had when I have kids yeah. that. I wouldn't want the maid to necessarily, the house manager to necessarily do certain things for them yeah, because they need yeah, to learn, right? Yeah. Like my to mother forced th- making to, my bed on thing, me when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, and now it's I, I'm used to, it's a, so it's a bonding thing, but it's also manners. So learn you, how to make your bed. Okay. Sorry. I understand. Well, I, I, mean, I can't let anybody I wash Aspen. I can't let anybody bathe my Aspen dog. Aspen is Phoebe's so. dog <laughs> slash her baby. <laughs> so... The boss, the boss, the boss. Yeah, I was going to say, I understand what you mean. Yeah. When you finish your sentence, I yeah. No, there's certain things that I think people should be able to do, mm-hmm. and I don't want um, like my kids to be spoiled because mm-hmm. they don't know how to do their own laundry, they don't know how to make their bed, they don't know how to wash their underwear, they don't yeah. know how to make a meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would like them to the, the maid, the house manager, mm-hmm. to not completely do everything for them. Um, but or that's with them. Yeah. yeah. Do it with them. That's with is okay. With is okay. Fine. Yeah, with is fine. With is okay. It's, it's part of. The, I remember when we were growing up, yeah, mm. and I think we we talked about this some time back. Like my mom had a like a policy, like you could not um, sit at the table or something. Yeah, like you you all had to be at the table. If the maid is putting food, you pick the food with her. You wash dishes with her. Mm-hmm. But while you're in school, she's doing everything else. But while you're in the house. There's no such thing as, oh, she put food here and she's in the kitchen and you guys are eating. Mm. Whose food are you eating? Mm. Not my mom's. Mm. She's like, nope, the maid has to be here. She has to sit and eat with everybody. Mm. You're done, you all wash dishes together because when you're not here, she's doing everything else. Like, what yeah. is wrong with you washing dishes with her? Yeah. So. It's true. I hear you. All right, I think we need to land this plane. Can we land we've it? Arrived, eh? Yeah, we've arrived. Mm. Uh, Unseat un- 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 belt your belt? And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think Sammy. Sammy Keep must them be, guys. Sammy must be those one. guys on the plane as soon as the plane lands. Before click, 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 click. You know those guys annoy me so much. You guys, I hate people that do that. I'm like, you see the light is on. Yeah. Sit your butt down and wait. And usually they're in front of you when they're standing. So you need an, a rich yeah, so you can fly fast class. <laughs> <laughs> but someone thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for tuning in with us. Let's keep the conversation going. Any yeah. feedback, um, questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to us on all of our social media platforms. And we look forward to talking to you next time. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you. Have a safe flight and safe travels to your next destination. <laughs> The Boarding Pass with Liz, Fib, Samantha and Yo. Powered by 933 KFM.